So I remember an incident that happened when I was a younger trooper, and obviously I've, I've mentioned this before on my podcast. I didn't do a lot of road work. I didn't write many tickets. I wrote tickets when I had to. Uh, run out route warnings when I had to. Uh, I think every damn evaluation I ever got as a West Virginia State Trooper said, well, Trooper Mason does excellent criminal investigation or good criminal investigation work or solves a lot of crimes, but he doesn't write squat for tickets. He needs to focus on traffic enforcement. And while I know what the mission, very well know what the mission of the West Virginia State Police is, the mission statement and the mission of the, the organization, I always felt that I was better serving my citizens and the citizens of this state and the visitors by clearing crimes and putting criminals in prison. And I did my share of that. But today's podcast story is going to be about a traffic stop that I made. So I was a younger trooper. And I'd only been out on my own maybe six, seven months. I wasn't long. Uh, well, maybe a year. Because our old, old first sergeant, maybe a year or two, old first sergeant I got promoted to lieutenant. Uh, and he was at troop headquarters when this happened. So it might've been a couple years after I got out of the academy and didn't have the best working relationship with this LT. At one point he was my first sergeant and he didn't care much for me. And the feeling was mutual. Uh, but regardless, he lived near the Romney detachment and he would stop in from time to time on his way to and from troop headquarters. It just so happened on this day, he had was at the Romney detachment when this happened. So I decided I was going to go up near Hampshire High School and I was going to do some traffic enforcement in front of the high school. Well, they didn't have a stoplight there yet, but they had a stop sign. And it was 15 mile an hour when the, even though the school set three quarters of a mile off of Route 50 up on a hill, it was still 15 mile an hour for a stretch of about a half a mile in front of the school or a, a third of a mile in front of the school. And when the lights were flashing, I enforced it. As long as school was in, the lights were, were functioning during the time kids were coming to the school or leaving the school, uh, I enforced it. I didn't write many tickets for speeding in the 15, and, and this lady definitely deserved a speeding in the, fit, in the school zone. I didn't give it to her for whatever reason. But this morning, I'm sitting there facing, I'm sitting along the south roadway edge of Route 50, there was a wide spot there, a pullover spot there. After you pulled out from the high school, headed east on 50, just before you get to Dogwood Estates, before you went around the turn. And I would pull in there, facing normally, facing eastbound. And of course, I had a front and rear antenna on my cruiser. And my rear antenna would pretty much catch anything from coming in sight from the westbound, uh, from the west side in the eastbound lane, probably about a half a mile, three quarters of a mile back till you crest that, the rest of that hill there and then they get out of sight. And looking eastbound, I could bounce my radar antenna signal off a guardrail that went around a turn along the north roadway edge east of where I was at. My front antenna, I could bounce it off there and I could get a Doppler tone and a speed reading on cars before I could even see them. Now, obviously, I didn't write tickets uh for speeders until i visually tracked and confirmed their speed matched their visual tracking speed matched what my radar was telling me as well so i wouldn't write them a ticket until they got in sight and i visually tracked them but this day this car was going eastbound on route 50 and it was actually headed toward cape and bridge 
or Winchester, call whatever you want, from the Mineral County area, from the direction of Mineral County, which was west of us. And this morning, I pulled over and was sitting there, and I think I'd, I think I'd already stopped one car and rode a warning, and I turned around and come back up and pulled back into the school zone there. And I was sitting there running stationary radar, my rear antenna. Um, I seen a car approaching in my rearview mirror, and I hit it with my rear antenna, and I thought, holy shit, it's doing 69 mile an hour. Well, the normal speed limit is 45 through there. However, on this morning, in this day and time, it was now 15 because the school lights were flashing, school zone lights were flashing. I also confirmed that both of those were working before I wrote tickets in the school zone. So the drivers couldn't say, well, your lights weren't working, trooper. The traffic lights weren't working, blah, 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 blah. So this morning, I catch this uh, car with my rear antenna, and it's heading eastbound, same way I'm facing. And when I first catch it, it's doing 69. Well, like I said, there's probably about a half a mile sight distance there in that location, maybe a little more, maybe a little less that you could hit a car with radar and visually track them as well in your rearview mirror. So I'm assuming it sees me sitting there. It's broad daylight. I'm in a marked cruiser. Clearly this car sees me, this driver sees me sitting there. And I'm going to slow up. So I'm running. I've got the rear radar antenna hitting them the whole way up till they pass my cruiser. When they pass my cruiser, I think when I first hit them, it was doing like 65. When they passed my cruiser... Right before they passed my cruiser, it was accelerating. And after it went past, it was up to 69. And after it went past my cruiser, I hit the front antenna. And it was going back downhill. The way the grade was on the road there, it was doing 74. I'm like, son of a bitch. Damn driver, he didn't even slow up. Well, unbeknownst to me, it wasn't a he. I found out later it was a she. But that's irrelevant, though. I pull out and hit the blue lights. Well, it's not even slowing up, even when I pull out and hit the blue lights. There's no other cars coming through. It's the only freaking car on the road at that moment, at that point in time, that was behind me, headed eastbound. There was none even going westbound behind me. And when it went in front of me, I clocked it. There was no cars but that one. So I know this is my violator. So I pull out, come flying around the turn to catch up to it, and I catch up to it right before they get to the roadside park there in Shanks, and I blue light it. Well, it pulls in to a roadside park, and I pull in behind it. I tell Romney I'm going to be on a traffic stop. I think this was the the good days before we were required to go signal 19, signal 19 on every traffic stop. So I pull in. 659 Romney. I'm, I don't be out, be out on a traffic stop. Roadside Park or Signal 19 Roadside Park. And I get out of my cruiser. Romney's like, Romney 659104. So I get out of my cruiser and I walk up to the door. And the driver's got her window down. I notice it's a she. And she seems to be kind of dressed up. I don't know. I'm assuming she's going to work. I'm like, ma'am, I stopped you. You know what? I stopped you for speeding. License registration provincial. I didn't even hardly get that out. When she looks at me, she's like, I swear, all you damn cops are the same. And I pause and I say, excuse me, ma'am. I swear, every damn one of y'all is the same. You're just all out looking to catch me. I'm like, 
I don't even have her stuff yet. I don't have her driver's license registration proof of insurance yet. And I've never seen this lady before in my life. I don't know who in the hell this lady is. And I don't know what the hell her problem is. So she said, all right, I'll get you my stuff. She reaches over and gets in the glove box. Of course, practicing good officer safety. I'm not up in the fatal funnel. I'm not in her doorway. I'm making her look out backwards to see me. So I'm watching the glove box. I don't know what this lady's going to pull out of there. She might pull out a registration insurance card. She might pull out a damn bomb or a 44 Magnum. I don't know. But she pulls out a registration insurance card. She flicks it at me along with her driver's license. And she looks at me and she goes, is this going to take long? I'm like, ma'am, no longer than it takes me to run your run your information and to fill out my paperwork. I guess I'm getting a damn ticket. All you damn cops are the same, especially you troopers. Ma'am, stay in your vehicle. I'll be with you in a few minutes. Don't get out of your vehicle. I'm not going nowhere. Okay. So I go back to my cruiser, close the cruiser door, pick up my mic, key it up on my low band, 659 Romney. Dispatch comes back, Romney, 659, go ahead. 659 Romney, request a 1027 through West Virginia, OLN, blah, 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 blah. Because I remember this lady was from Mineral County. Also, Romney, request a 10. And about that time, before I could even get out 1028 on the radio, I look up and she's out of her car approaching my cruiser. By the time I put the mic down, mid-sentence, and put my driver's window down, because it's fall or winter time. I don't think it was quite snowing yet, but it was getting close. She's already back at my damn driver's door. And I cracked my window. I'm like, ma'am, you need to get back in your car. How long is this going to take? I'm in a damn hurry. Can't you damn well see I'm in a hurry? I'm dressed up. I'm in a hurry. Ma'am, get back in your car. <sighs> I swear. So she turns around and stomps back up to her damn car and slams the door. So now, I'm pretty pissed already. So I'm writing her a couple tickets. I don't remember. I know I wrote her for speeding. I should have wrote her 74 and a 15, but I didn't. I wrote her 74 and a 45. And I think maybe she didn't have valid proof of insurance. I think is what the other charge was. So now she's done pissed me off. So back in the day, if you wrote a separate ticket, if you... It, for every ticket you wrote, assessed a separate court fine or court fee. And even though the back then the Western Uniform Traffic Citation, and nowadays probably still does, I just retired a few years ago, had a place for two offenses on one citation. Back then, if you wrote two offenses on one citation, they only were assessed one court fee. Well, at some point, the courts changed that, and for every charge, assessed a separate court fee. But back then, to do that required a separate citation number. So I'm like, okay, well, she's done pissed me off now. So I'm writing the one out. I'm still kind of on the fence whether I'm going to write it on her second charge on the same ticket or not. Because back then, I'm pretty sure the court fees was like 130 bucks or 120 
Before I even get the first ticket done, now I'm checking on her regularly. I look back up, and here she gets out of her damn car again. And she's stomping back to my cruiser door. I put the window down. I'm like, ma'am, get back in your car. I'm in a damn hurry. I can't stand you damn cops. You need to freaking hurry up. I guess I'm getting a damn ticket. Ma'am, get back in your daggone car right now. And don't get out again. Do you understand me? I understand you, but I don't know what's taking so damn long. I'm like, ma'am, get back in your car now. Right now, or if you get out again, I'm going to arrest you for obstructing. I swear, and she turns around cussing and muttering under breath. Goes back up to her car and slams the door. Up oh, now she's really pissed me off. So, I finished writing out the first ticket. I'm like, nope, she done put the nail in her own coffin. So I start filling out a second one. Two separate tickets, one charge per citation, which I'm was totally illegal for me to do back then. And I'm like, now, bitch, you're going to be paying two court, fee court fees for being such a damn bitch when I've been nothing but nice to you. Well, unbeknownst to me, as I was completing that ticket, ran the rest of her stuff, she was valid. She got out of her car one more time. This would have been the third time she got out of the car. But she didn't make it back to my cruiser. She made it to about the front of my cruiser. I just glanced down to fill out the ticket when she got out to finish filling out the ticket. When I glanced back up in, she had already turned around and hauled ass back up to her car and got into her car in such a huff, and slammed the car door so hard, the whole car shook. I didn't know that till later when I got back to the office and reviewed my in-car camera video. Back then, we used VHF VHS tapes. So I get out of my cruiser, and I walk back up to the door with two separate citations. I get up to the door. I guess you wrote me a damn ticket. Ma'am, excuse me? I said I guess you wrote me a damn ticket. I swear, I'm late for a job interview. You are? Yes, I've been out of a job for eight months. And I've got a job interview at the, the Potomac Highlands Regional Jail. Okay. And that has what to do with me? Well, I was going to be on time or early. But now that you've stopped me, I'm going to be late. You need to give me some kind of... Uh, Paperwork saying that you stopped me. I'm like, ma'am, I'm about to get to that. You see, ma'am, I've cited you for speeding and no proof of insurance. And I've given you 10 days or seven days to see the magistrate on West Birch Lane and Romney, blah, 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 blah. You wrote me a damn ticket? Ma'am, I didn't write you a ticket. I wrote you two tickets. Oh, I swear, all you effing cops are the same. All you effing troopers are the same. I swear, you just were waiting on me to swear. I'm like, ma'am, I've never seen you before. I don't know who you are. Well, you know troopers such and such in Mineral County? Yeah, I know him. Well, that son of a bitch gave me a ticket that he was the last one to stop me. And he gave me a ticket. And he was out to get me as well, just like you. He must have called you and told you I was coming. Ma'am, that... Don't even know if that trooper's even working today. I didn't talk to anybody. I came out, 
told dispatch I was out running traffic in front of the high school. You happen to be speeding in the school zone, mind you. But I only wrote you for 74 and a 45. Now, if you prefer, I can tear this first one up and I'll write it for 74 and a 15, which I have all legal right to do. I swear. Give me the damn tickets. So I hand her the ticket book, tell her where she to sign. It's no admission of guilt. And as she's in the middle of signing, she looks at me and she goes, Do you know Trooper so-and-so? Yes, ma'am, I do. Well, he's good friends with me. I said, oh, he's actually my lieutenant now. He's the XO of my troop. Anything you'd like for me to say to him for you? Yeah, you tell him that you stopped so-and-so and we're good friends and he'll take care of these tickets. I said, ma'am, as a matter of fact, I think I heard him on the radio this morning when I marked up, go out at my detachment. And I'll make sure when I get back there, if he's still there, I'll make sure to tell him you said hi and what you said. Okay, you do that. I bet you just cost me my job at the jail. I didn't cost you anything, ma'am. That would be your own doings. So she signs the ticket and flicks the ticket book back out me with my pen. They nearly went on the ground. Am I free to go? I'm like, yes, ma'am, you're free to go now. Just make sure you appear in court or contact the magistrate court. Because I'm sure you don't want this to roll to an unpaid citation or a warrant. No, this is bullshit. I'll see you in court. Okay. I go to court all the time. The address is at the bottom, ma'am. I'll see you there. Just make sure you ask for a hearing. And my name's Trooper Mason. M-A-S-O-N. Oh, I remember that. That's easy to remember. Make sure you do. Have a good day. So off she went. So get back into my cruiser. 659 Romney. Romney 659, go ahead. 659 Romney. Be advised, I'm clear of that traffic stop. Citations issued. So I left from there. They responded 10-4. I left from there. Went back to detachment and I pulled in. My first sergeant was there. who's was a first sergeant I got along with pretty well. And it just so happened that lieutenants happened to be there that this traffic violator mentioned. So I went in and uh, the lieutenant was in the first sergeant's office. So I saluted the lieutenant. He asked me how I was doing. I said, well, LT, I was doing pretty good until about 20 minutes ago. And he's like, what happened? I told him about this traffic stop. He said, you didn't take that woman to jail? I said, well, quite honestly, Lieutenant, I didn't know she got out the third time until I got back here. Well, I said, I only seen her. She got out twice. To my knowledge, after I told her the last time to get back in the car, she didn't get back out. Well, I didn't know when I was talking to the LT until I watched the video that she got out a third time. I said, I've got it on in-car camera if you want to see it. Oh, and LT, and by the way, she said you and her are pretty tight. Your good friends. He said, What's her name? And I told her. Where's she from? I said, Well, she's from Mineral County. I don't remember if it was Kaiser or New Creek area, but she's from Mineral County. And she, I guess she remembers you when you worked over there. I don't know that woman, Ronnie. I, I don't remember that name at all. I said, Oh, okay. He said, Well, I hope you gave her a ticket. I said, Yes, sir, I did. I gave her two. Good job. So I guess her connection didn't help her. But just goes to prove that. 
you never know what you're going to get on a traffic stop or for that matter, any law enforcement call, emergency call for service.